Hey everybody, Eric here. Sorry about the audio quality, just doing a quick little recording here. I'm coming in at the top of the podcast to say that this week you're listening to a bonus episode from our autonomous driving episode. There's a little bit of a hum because we are recording in the car. Sorry about that. We'll be back next week with our e-podcast, so stay tuned for that. Enjoy. And say it out loud. So, I do have a question about the the autonomy of the car. Yeah. So, is it able to like what? What's the level of autonomy in this car? Because like <clears throat> you said, <clears throat> excuse me. You said that it wasn't quite the level that we talked about in our in our autonomous episode, our, our first episode, where it was like able to just it'll it'll you can take a nap and just and it'll take me to my destination. It'll park me somewhere, um, but it does have some level of automation. So I don't. I, where does this lie? This yeah. Car? So this is probably a borderline. What is this car? This is a Tesla. Yeah, this but is, is this Tesla? is this the three? Three. This is the three model. Okay, I didn't so know this, if this was not the, the three. This is not the Uber fast. X so if you, or whatever it is. Uh, the S. So S. The S is the one that has the uh, they call it the ludicrous mode, and essentially. It goes oh, I've from, heard about that. Yeah, it goes from zero to sixty in three seconds. I thought it was less than that. It it can do it in less. I thought it was like. It was like blistering. It was like two seconds or it something. It can like it that. can hit two seconds in the right conditions, but on average, <laughs> like if you're in the in the in the salt flats of, of yeah. Utah. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Right. In the salt flats of Utah, your batteries are warmed up. Yeah, you've given it a hundred or so miles yeah. to warm up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, then yeah, you you punch the pedal, <laughs> you hit sixty in two seconds. That's basically gosh, that's insane. Roller coaster speeds right now. Yeah, that's oh, that's so yeah. fast. It's ridiculous. I saw a. Uh, a a video where they had a bunch of um, really fast cars um, drag racing. Yeah. Did you see this? I think so, yeah. And the the S beat every single car out. Oh, by a mile. Yeah. By a mile. Yeah, it was like you had like you had I think it was like 10 or 12 different like supercars like super race car type things not like F1s or anything like that but like they were supercars and the Tesla just blew past them yeah blistering the thing about the Tesla isn't um actually there's a few things about the Tesla that's that's pretty amazing the first thing is the Tesla has probably the highest form of autonomy that isn't just in a, like a straight up autonomous car, like the Waymo car or something like that. Okay, okay. Um, it's it's a commercially available consumer car that you yeah. can purchase that has some form of autonomy to it. Um, okay. In, in, this, in this case, the, the Tesla uh, branded autopilot mode is what gives it its autonomy. And what it's doing is... Yeah, I see that. It says navigate on autopilot. Yeah, so if you see... Um, sorry, listeners, you can't can't really see this, but on the left-hand side of our center console, which is the know, size of a laptop, yeah, which <laughs> it's pretty much the size of like it's huge, a 15-inch MacBook 
Pro without the keyboard, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, um, it's, you it's can big. see all the things the sensors are seeing. So you can see all the cars it's detecting. Oh, I did not you even can, see that. You can see all the obstacles it's detecting. Wait a minute, um, it's detecting like four cars ahead of it. Yeah, and you can count one, two, three, four. And then Five. There's, yeah, there's a car merging and then there's a car right in front of us. What? And I'll see all of that. What? And you'll see all these little half circle, half moon things. That's all the stuff it's detecting around it um, using its radar sensor and its ultrasonic sensors and its camera sensor. And it's taking all that information and then spitting it back out to the driver so that it it knows and you know what it's seeing around you. So it takes like a lot of the guesswork out of driving. Yeah, it really does. <clears throat> here's where this car is, here's where this thing is in this object. Yep. Um, so autopilot mode, which is the thing that we see in the middle of the center console, yeah. when, when you use it, it's doing what it's already doing and just taking it to a very intelligent level and saying, hey, I've, I see all this stuff around me yeah. and I'm just gonna drive myself around all those different obstacles. Yeah, which, I mean, I mean, we talked about this on the episode, but it was, it's still something that I'm not entirely comfortable with. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm not entirely comfortable with this either, mostly because this is not my car. We're renting it through this app called Turo, which allows people to essentially not ride share, but car share. Um, uh, what they have, you know, if you uh, if you like buy a luxury vehicle, if you buy a like a, a BMW M3 and or an M6 or something, and you want to be able to make a little bit of side money, yeah, you can rent out your car to other people and uh -huh. use that resource that you have that you know you aren't using and make a little bit of side cash off of it. Not a terrible idea. Right, but again, this is not a rental car. It's not owned by like Enterprise or Hertz or uh, Avis or something. No. So I'm not gonna try to do something that I don't feel comfortable with. Right. I.e. put it into, you know, autopilot mode. Maybe if I, maybe if I feel a little bit more comfortable driving this thing, um, do it. <laughs> you're not at gonna, this point, it's like, yeah, uh, <laughs> You're not gonna drag race this on I-25. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not. No. <laughs> uh, maybe down the road when I do end up getting my own, yeah. we'll see about that. But at this point, I'm more just like, Driving it for the experience. Right. right. Um, okay, so back to autonomy. Right. Um, this is this is what I would call more of a level three because you could actually leave it in autopilot mode and it will drive ninety percent of the way to your target. You take. You, you, would your hands be off the wheel? Your hand can be off. Would the your wheel. feet be off the wheel? Uh, yes, it's completely. <laughs> would your feet be off the wheel? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't personally <laughs> drive with my feet on the wheel, Eric. Well, but, um, you have my an feet advanced will in your driving. <laughs> my feet will definitely. You're not be at off my level. <laughs> Level ludicrous. Oh, jeez. No, no. So your feet can be off the pedal. Your feet can be off the pedal. It'll fully drive itself. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And All right. I mean, it's not without its quirks, right? It, it definitely requires your 
attention, your full attention. It still requires you to, um, you know, be conscious and awake. And, and uh, you know, there. I, I don't know if you've kept up a lot in the news about Teslas, but like most of the arrests in Teslas or being pulled over in a Tesla is someone sleeping at the wheel on autopilot mode or someone no. completely just not, not being conscious, like eating or putting on makeup um, while the car is in full autopilot mode, like heads off the wheel, not even paying no, attention. I've, I've not it's, heard about that. It's, uh, it's hilarious, but it's also <laughs> very scary. Yeah. As we talked about in our, yeah. in our episode, how yeah. you can just neglect and let the computer run out, run its own gamut. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not entirely something that I enjoy that, um, you know, as you, you see trends with this in terms of um, <clears throat> when we all when we all had uh, I don't know. Did you ever grow up with a phone that had buttons and it was like a land and it was a landline and you memorized your friend's yeah. numbers, your yep. mom's number, or not your mom's number, like your your home friend, number. Yeah, your home number, your friend's ha- house's numbers. Like you memorize you memorize these things and yeah. like. They were just secondhand nature. Like it was, there right. was no problem. And you're utilizing the brain, and you're utilizing different parts of the brain. Yep. And when we became more reliant on calculators, like mental math and different things like that, became a little bit less, you know, of a thing that we did, and and, and we didn't utilize those parts of our brain either. Yeah. And I'm just really weary that if we get to the point where we're autonomous driving, we either fully accept it or we don't. Yeah. Because we will start to just become worse drivers. In my in my in my opinion, we will st- we will stop driving, and like we will we will lose parts of that autopilot in in our own brain, where it's yeah. like you know that's muscle memory and that's and that's and I know how to drive. Yep. And if we become more and more reliant on these autonomous you know features in cars. I feel like we're going to become worse drivers. Yeah. And we either go full bore minority report where everybody's in <laughs> self-driving pods right. and we don't really have to worry about driving or we'll get a mix of people driving and not excuse me. We'll get a mix of people driving and not driving and there's like this weird kind of yeah, mixture of 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 people who are um who are dangerous and people who are safe and we already have that now like we already have a good mixture of dangerous and safe now it's complete driving is completely up to however good the person is in driving but it just makes me wary of of us losing that skill of driving yeah when we're not doing that anymore I, i mean i completely agree with you because i um i think we talked about this in the in our episode but i have a car that has a lot of bells and whistles like i have uh, a pretty, I have the pretty uh, completed trim that has all the safety features and all the different like gadgets and gizmos and warnings and uh, hey, there's kind of the person coming up on your left, there's a person coming up on your right, kind of thing. Right. And I, I swear, if you put me into a car that had none of those. Uh, like safety features, <laughs> I would be so uncomfortable. Actually, I had this experience. Did you actually? I, I actually had this experience when I went to St. Louis for my friend's wedding. Okay, whatever. And I ended up renting like the low lowest trim Subaru 
Um, and I was so miffed at how many features were missing. And I was like, what do you mean I can't make a left turn without my car warning me that there's someone in my blind spot? I was like, I gotta turn my head? Oh my gosh. That's yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, welcome to the, to the real world. I know, right? <laughs> Actually, it could be said that I am not living in the real world <laughs> with 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 my car without its you know any features right. for the most part. But I mean that that makes you more flexible, right? Because now you now you really are more aware in any car that you're in. Like you you could you could be put into a car with all the features or no features, and yeah. you would still drive normally and not expect this level of autonomy or or accoutrement to your car. Yeah. Accoutrement? Accoutrement. <laughs> Extras? Additors? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're using the French little, now. Little, little fluff and stuff. <coughs> stuff and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, we talked about the autonomy of this Tesla. Yeah. And, uh, unfortunately, Eric, I, I had you experience another part, a part of the electric car that you weren't really prepared for. Um, which is just the immediate oh acceleration and torque that the that the car can put yeah. out. By not preparing me, <laughs> do you mean we pulled five feet out of my driveway and you said, are you ready? And I didn't respond before you hit the gas and accelerated to what felt like 195 miles an hour. And I grabbed my hair and my mouth and I felt like my brain cells shot to the back of my brain and just mushed with the rest of my consciousness. Like, I, I can't, it took me a while to recover from that acceleration. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a little difficult. I, I was, uh, <laughs> I was not prepared Actually, for that. Actually, I think that Audi right there is trying to flex. <laughs> Definitely. I think that Audi is trying to flex. Yeah, he, he was um, flexing with the sound of his engine. He's like, <laughs> I don't hear your engine. Why don't you listen to mine? I mean, it's terrifying how quiet this is. I actually tried it's to, really quiet. Uh, when I first got the car, I couldn't figure out how to pair my phone to it. Yeah. So I just drove off. And it is so eerily silent. It's terrifying. Yeah, when we started pulling out of the driveway, it felt like we were in neutral. Yeah. It was yeah. like, are we rolling out of the driveway? What's happening? Yeah. No, it's it's really quiet. It's it's a pretty phenomenal car, and the dash is pretty interesting because there's nothing on the dash. There's literally nothing. There, there's just a flat surface, nothing. and uh, I don't even know where the airbags are. I'm guessing they're in this. Probably the glove compartment. Yeah, the glove compartment. Yours uh, definitely has a, a steering wheel airbag. I'm, I'm guessing there's no side airbags, but it's real clean. Hey, quick side part. Which one do I take? Uh, we're taking we're taking Baptist. Baptist. Okay. So that should be 158. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, <coughs> and it's it's really um, like one of the things about being able to accelerate on zeros like almost zero milliseconds yeah is that you're you're very nimble and you're very agile uh -huh. so if if i needed to accelerate onto an on-ramp just punch the gas and I'm, I'm already at 60. yes if i need to overtake someone just give it a little bit more gas i'm already <laughs> at 80. It's, it's ridiculous how how quickly you can get from different speed levels yeah. on this car um, wow 
my my day-to-day driver has a turbo in it and it'll get me to the speed that I need to and it'll do it well yeah but after like a second yeah after the turbo actually kicks in then I'm at like 80 um, man but this is like I have 80. no I have no acceleration I was just telling Jordan the other day if I am if I'm at an intersection or I'm at like a kind of a T and I'm, and I'm looking to my left and I'm like, there's a car coming yeah. and I and I need to look, <laughs> you just accelerated. <laughs> Why did you do this? <laughs> I, was, I noticed I wasn't running at 70. <laughs> we just dropped and I was like, uh, uh, I need to be at 75. So you're like, ah, uh, just uh, press the pedal once the and pedal. <laughs> 75, yeah. Fantastic. It, yeah. it reminds me of- It's just jet fuel. It, yeah, it's like, it's like the- Afterburner on your car. Oh my gosh! Like, I, I didn't mention when you hit the acceleration coming out of my house, my head shot to the back of my head seat, <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> "There's another one. There's a there's, there's an, an X. X. Yeah, yeah, there's an X yeah. Tesla. If we were driving in California, I would literally not be able to say how many Teslas yeah. there are. You'd just be it like, would be uh, it would be like uh, how many uh, trucks. Uh, it'd be like how many trucks there are in Colorado. It'd be like yeah. it's kind of pointless to so, point out trucks. So the game that we play in Colorado is count the number of Subarus. Yeah. And in California, it's count the number of Teslas. Oh my. <laughs> you never win at that game. It's, no. it's not a game you win. It's no, a game it's really you play hard. for for edification. Just how many of one type of car a state has. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, I was just saying, like, my car has, like, zero, like, I'd have to, like, accelerate, like, I put my pedal a- at the floor, and yeah. there's no acceleration. <laughs> and then I was using Jordan's car the other day, and I, and I, and I, I approached it with the same level of acceleration that I would have, and I was just like, oh, no, this is a normal car's level of acceleration. Uh, I, and I beat the, I beat the car by a mile, yeah. but, it, but if I was in my car, I would have been like, oh, I need to, like, start, but, like, yeah, it was... It's just such a it's such an improper uh, balance of of cars. Like I, right. I um, do you know about Tesla's um, model line? How it get how it got named? So the S first came out, and then the three came out. Okay. And then the X came out. Okay. And now the Y is coming out. S three X Y. You can just visualize. Sexy, yeah. <laughs> That's Elon Musk for you. It's great. I think it's hilarious. That is funny. It's, what? It's uh, it's pretty hilarious. That is actually. I think the X came out before the three, so it, I think that's why it got called the three. Is, is that a public? Is that a public thing that he's that he's yeah, said that yeah. it is? Yeah. Oh, okay, because I I did not piece that together. Um, yeah. All. Well, I, that being, I didn't even know there was a Y coming out. So yeah, the Y is the uh, the crossover hatchback. So the the X X is more of like a family van. Okay. Um, it it's definitely a lot cleaner and a lot cooler and a lot more modern. I, I yeah. If you want to see a good overview of the X, watch Grand Tour with Jeremy Clarkson, and he will give you this laid out kind of understanding of what the X is, all its features, all of its bells and whistles. It has a celebration mode, which is really fun where you can push a button on your phone and the doors open and close and music plays and the windshield wipers go back and forth. And it's, yeah, it's called celebration mode. It's it's kind of a pointless but fun feature. It's actually really cool. Like it's, 
it's one of the cars, <coughs> one of the few cars these days that actually uses the gull wings still. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the last car I can think of that actually has gull wing doors is like the DeLorean. <laughs> yeah. True. So. True. Um, but I, I can't imagine the mechanical engineering that had to have gone into it to, to make it a modern car with gull wings. Yes. It, 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 it's absolutely stunning. Yeah. It's um, it's a be- it's a beautiful car. Some people think it doesn't look like. Don't pull that. Yeah. I'm not yeah. Sorry. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful car. Some people you know don't really like the the build or the, 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 the make of yeah the aesthetic yeah. of it. It, it looks I mean, it, weird, but it does kind of look a little weird. It it uh. Oh jeez. Yeah. There. It uh does kind of look like a um a shoe in my opinion <laughs> it, it kind of resembles a shoe yeah. with wheels on it yeah um but just the performance like from a performance aspect it's it's quite something oh um, man yeah it is nice yeah and then the other thing that's really cool about uh, electric cars and the, the tesla does have it as i don't even know if it's a feature necessarily it's like a natural property or characteristic of it but we're coming up to a red light here yeah i'm just gonna let go of the accelerator and it's just gonna coast and it's gonna like right now pretty much break like i'm, I'm you're off pushing, the accelerator i'm off the accelerator and it's already at like 20 20 miles per hour whoa and it's is it is it sensing the car ahead of you or? so no it's a part of it is the um the regenerative braking that the car has okay so <clears throat> it's a property of using the car's momentum to back generate electricity to recharge the battery so wow. you'll see that in the prius and you'll see that in um, a lot of hybrid cars this uh this ability to essentially back generate electricity is called regenerative braking um but because the because the Tesla is a full electric car, yeah. its regenerative braking is the only thing it has to regenerate its batteries. In a hybrid car, you're using some of the motors and the gasoline motors energy to yeah. be able to regenerate some of that energy. Yeah. So you don't really get that full regenerative braking feature. Got it. Um, okay. What it is though, uh, and this is more of just I think a, a comfort and a adapt adaption of learning how to drive an electric car is it it makes accelerating and stopping very uh different from a from a gasoline car because with a gasoline car you can actually if you let go of the accelerator and you let go of the there's another one i know uh we're in the rich part of town yep Um, (laughs) i was about to say that yeah (laughs) if you don't push on the brake and if you let go of the gas, a gas car will just coast. It'll just kind of yes. keep going. <clears throat> I mean, I think if you did absolutely nothing, your car will just keep going on a flat surface. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Unless you put it into neutral, because the 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 car is linked to it. Turn right onto Long Meadow Lane. Um, but. You know, with the with the gas with the electric car, the the regenerative braking is quite intimately linked with the electric motor yeah. and and the rest of the powertrain of the of the car. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> if you let go of the pedal, and if you don't push the brake, 
the car will just regenerative brake until it, it runs out of momentum, essentially. Huh. You're converting all of that momentum into electrical power. Interesting. And it's just it's parasitically eating away at your ability to move <laughs> until there's no ability to move anymore. <laughs> so. One thing, one thing that I really uh, find interesting about this car is the, uh, the ba it tells you how much battery life right there next to the miles per hour. Yeah. <clears throat> so this battery life gives us 208 miles at this point. Right. It had more before, obviously, because yep. we we're driving. But at this point, we have 208 miles. So our total journey is going to be about 160 something miles. Is yep. that is that accurate? Yep. Maybe maybe a little bit more. So we so we would have to be if we didn't want to charge this thing. Yeah. We would have to be really careful about how much we uh, drag race in this car. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> because the harder the harder you push that battery. Yep. So they, I think they, I think Jeremy Clarkson was talking in in his episode on Grand Tour. He was talking about the X and its battery life, and and it was like, yeah, you can push this thing, and you know this thing can accelerate pretty pretty quickly, pretty damn quickly, but you're gonna like you'll watch the battery life yeah. drain and and if you push this thing hard out like yep. full speed drag race um there's but I, I can't remember the exact math but you could push it to where half of the battery life is gone by the oh, end, yeah. by the end of the race yep. because it's it's much like you know any like bluetooth speaker you know turn the volume all the way up battery is going to start draining like crazy yeah. um <laughs> you know any of those so like you you have really have to kind of Pay attention to your your trip count if if we're gonna not be stranded somewhere <laughs> right. without a Tesla charging station because that's like an important thing in these cars. You got to yeah. know where those stations are and you got to have those kind of hotspots. I'm guessing this navigation system has those charging stations built into it. Yep. <clears throat> and part of the cool thing about the <clears throat> Tesla's navigation thing is if you are about to get into a range where you do need to get it charged, it will let you know and it will navigate get you to it and so you know if if we get wow. to the point where we're like oh we're out of juice yeah uh we need to get going to a charging station it will notify you before it will tell the you estimated time it'll be like yeah hey your your trip is this many miles right. you only have this you but if you go there and come back you're not going to have enough for the return journey and so here's here's a tesla charging station. yeah and so that's really cool it's a really unique thing that you've mentioned about the fuel source yeah um because batteries are very um, conditional on the weather and the temperature. So if it's um, colder, they just won't have enough charge? Yeah. I mean, okay. it's, it's the same thing if you take your iPhone yeah. and you go hiking or something or you go skiing. It'll like And die. it will just die. Really crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. Same thing. <clears throat> now... <clears throat> The batteries in this, in these cars are much more advanced than the batteries in your phone, obviously. Hopefully. Um, Hopefully. And you have more room, and because they put out so much power, they can self-heat. Okay. <clears throat> but the car does have heaters for the batteries to try to give you a little bit more reliability on your batteries. Okay. Um, That's nice. Yeah. <clears throat> the other thing about lithium-ion batteries is um, they can be very volatile mm. if they're not made correctly and if they're not taken care of well. Okay, so this car is gonna explode. I mean, 
<laughs> the sun is gonna explode. Oh, okay, all right. If but, we're naming things that are gonna explode, well, I mean, this will make a great kids Eric, book someday. A, but I mean, it's that. It's like that phrase. You know, if my grandma had wheels, she'd be a bike too. <laughs> Have you ever heard that phrase? No. <laughs> it's no. this idea that like it's it's a logical fallacy to go to an extreme and like <laughs> say that oh yeah if we did one change to it it would become this thing. Um, I'm but not no. saying. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> no, it, it it is a valid it is a valid point that you bring up because yeah. in China these cars because the batteries are not made with the same regulations as they are made in America they tend to explode so okay so there are documented there cases are, of there are YouTube videos oh, okay of right. Right. electric cars not just Tesla's <clears throat> we we have to stop putting it's like Kleenex you know we have to stop putting a name to a brand <laughs> okay no one's gonna stop calling Kleenex Kleenex. They're called tissue paper. I know. That called. Okay, all right. Maybe you should put this thing in autopilot. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. I want to drink a water. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's not... It's not just Teslas, right? It's no, yeah, there's other electric cars. Of course Well, there it's are not even electric just cars. electric yeah. cars, though, that explode. I mean, we had that whole incident, like... Volkswagen? Yeah, uh, no, four years ago, where, like... Those uh, hoverboards oh, yeah, out, were yeah. like randomly catching fire and like yeah. destroying people's houses. Yeah, well, no, they would like burn people because they would uh, be like riding them and they would just kick bus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Spontaneously yeah. explode. <laughs> yeah. um, and then uh, I don't know if you remember, but the Samsung like Note 10 or something like that, uh -huh. or the. I don't remember which which brand. No, I remember it. No, it was I think it was a Galaxy Seven. Yeah, or, it was, yeah, it was like or the something Galaxy like that. Or something. Anyways, those exploded on planes. Yeah, no, they were they like did. combust on planes. Yeah, and uh, can you imagine being the first person? Oh, where where so where that bad. phone exploded, you would be in so much trouble. Yeah, they would think that you like oh brought a bomb gosh. onto a plane, and you just <laughs> had to be like, "No, I, I, I didn't this do this. This is defective. It's a defective. <laughs> it's blew up in my head. Okay, this isn't my fault. I'm also uh, injured. <laughs> yeah, no, that would have been a nightmare. <laughs> but yeah, um, no, uh, battery technology is something that's still it's still evolving for sure. Um, it's still well, we, trying to be, uh, yeah. trying to be perfect. We're, we're able to get a lot of miles out of out of these cars, and to be honest, there are cars that go further than a Tesla uh, on a single journey, but they're not really stylish. They're not really attractive. <laughs> they're not really they're, cool. They're, they they look like pods with like training <laughs> wheels and like. You know, there's the they're maximizer vehicles where it's just like if you want right. to get three four hundred dollars on a or three four hundred miles on a single trip, yeah, um, fine. But you're gonna need a you're gonna have a car that does not look like an S. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it's it's not gonna look as stylish and as sexy. I mean, I'm looking out of the side mirror here, and it look I don't know why, but it, I just feel like I'm in a spaceship. A spaceship. Yeah, no, it's just it's sleek. It's like yeah, it's chromed. It's all it's all like the door handles are flush with the metal and 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 the chrome goes all the way up the side of the of the side of the car. Yeah, and like everything in here is sterile. 
It's very sterile. It's, it's like a flat surface on the on the front of the dash. There's a piece of wood. You know, the the front panel looks like I'm actually going to Mars. Like right. even the even the logo looks like I'm in a like a fighter pilot or something yeah. like that, or a fighter, fighter jet. jet. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fighter. I'm a no, fighter don't, pilot. Don't be in fighter no. pilots. No, and 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 I haven't even mentioned, but there's a giant glass canopy. Like, like there's one bar that goes across the the middle of the car horizontally, not vertically up the up the up the front and back. Yep. But the rest of it is glass. Like there's a giant glass windshield. Then there's a bar for your um, your mirrors and your your sun, sun visors. visors yeah. And then there's another giant pane of glass. And then there's that bar that I mentioned. And then there's the rear view piece of glass. That's it. They're all big pieces of glass, and it's just. That's it. Does this get less opaque? I think there's like, a way is, to turn it, it less opaque. This is really cool. The fact that I could just uh, look up and see the sky. Yeah. Like it, it's it's a really cool feature. It's, it's oh, it's amazing. It's not it's it not just, to be. It um, makes it so much more open. One yeah. of the things I like about my Forester is there is almost the sense of like 360. Uh, like azimuthal view and like 180 elevation view because when okay. you open up the sunroof it's got yeah. a panic, panoramic sunroof I okay. like that about it yeah. I feel like I'm more aware of what's going around Okay. Me. Yeah. No, I like I like that too. I don't I don't you don't find that in a lot of cars. And no, you don't. When you're going around turns in the mountains and stuff, yeah. Like thing, things are obstructing your view, and you're kind of like peeking around. And I don't I don't like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, like, I got really used to that, and I don't like how a lot of sedans are because. They, they really try to like aerodynamicize and smallerize. Aerodynamicize. Really cram Smaller down. size. Yeah, it's like such a, <laughs> it's such a claustrophobic feeling. Okay. It's great though, cause yeah. like the car is efficient. Yeah. Like, you know, we were just talking about the efficiency of a lot of cars like yeah. um, uh, Toyota Camrys and uh, Priuses and stuff. Uh, they get cars like that'll never six, die. Six, seven hundred mile ranges on a small tank. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, you get like forty miles to the gallon. There was a man who drove a Mercedes something class. Uh, he drove it as a taxi. He drove it uh, two thousand two million miles. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What? And he had this like he had the speedometer. It like went way over, but they like kept track of it, and it was like a Guinness record. And and he, he was in some I think he was in some European country, but he rode that thing into the ground. And then there's some Toyota trucks that um, I mean you could you could submerge them underwater and use them as a submarine, and they'll still they'll still work. Like it, they they just will not die. Uh, and so yeah, you have those kind of like standards in in. in in names, yeah. Um, that, which makes me think, like, okay, so Tesla is a fairly new company. Do right. they have good safety records? They. So I was actually just getting to that. Okay. Even though this, even though this car is like from the uh, the canopy, the driver canopy is about like I would say like eighty percent glass essentially. Yeah. yeah. It has one of the highest safety reviews. Um, in fact, it. It has such a good safety review on it that 
because there wasn't enough crashes in this car, they can't actually get enough like data. real world data yeah. <laughs> to rank whether or not it is good at its safety rating. So it just refuses to it be refuses in an accident. It refuses to be in an accident. It's, <laughs> like, it's so smart, it's so intelligent, it's yeah. so environmentally capable. But, but on top of that, if it actually gets in a crash, is it safe? The ratings thus far from third-party reviewers have said it is one of the safest cars to be. I mean, if I was making this car, I would not want to put it into an accident. Yeah, and I, and I say that I say that twofold. I say that if I was a consumer, yeah. but also if I made this car, yeah. I wouldn't want to test. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'd, I'd want to have like a shell of a Tesla. Like I wouldn't want to throw. And I know, and I know when they test crash cars, it's not like this is a full production line, you know, car with all its right. features, you know, so they can all get destroyed. No, yeah. but still, I wouldn't want to even even a test car yeah. of that. Like it's such a beautiful vehicle. It's such a I know. A of engineering and they don't make a lot of them I mean I mean they okay they used to not make a lot of Teslas obviously they become a lot more popular and they're making a lot more of them but I just it just it made me curious because I was like have they have they done enough tests with this vehicle to prove that this thing is actually a pretty safe vehicle well the thing about the thing about the three though it is supposed to be a mass-market car okay it is supposed to be like a luxury like uh, um, a high premium car, essentially. It'd be like if you bought um, if you bought a Toyota's highest trim line car. That's what the three is supposed to be. It's supposed to be the everyday, everybody vehicle. Yeah. Um, the S was definitely supposed to be like the supercar contender um, for your rich CEO or your um, you know your. <clears throat> Your um, engineering manager who just needed, there was another accident that just passed us. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> your engineering manager who like makes, you know, six figures and, and needs something for his day to day commute. Um, and, uh, you know, the X is supposed to be the luxury, like electric, um, luxury electric SUV, you know, your family car um, for your kids and for your dog, you know, things that you can drive around every day, but, um, and then the Y is supposed to be like the soccer mom crossover uh, electric car, you know, or the young yuppie um, who needs something to prove kind of car. (laughs) Um, I thought the S was the affordable one. Isn't that the thirty? Isn't no, this the, the thirty thousand. No, the S is not. The three is. The three. So that's what three, I meant. Yeah. The three, ah. is the, the three is supposed to be the affordable thirty thousand. Yeah. You know, day to day driver. Um, but you know, it's it's been difficult for uh, Tesla to actually get the three to a point where it's both affordable and profitable. Right. Um, because the problem with cars is once you go into high production, it gets really the margins get really thin okay the margins get really thin and it becomes difficult for it to be a great performing car with great quality assurance and great performance at the same time okay it becomes this kind of battle of like okay we want to do well manufacturing and we want it to have good profit margins and and still be a a very um decent car yeah at the same time you know they gotta like they gotta make money yeah, and, and they got to put out a vehicle. Yeah, yeah they got to put out a vehicle. So, yeah. Um, okay. I, I would say for the most part, they're doing a pretty decent job. Yeah. This is a market. Tesla is a technology company. Yeah. Tesla is not a car company, unfortunately. 
Yeah, yeah. They're... I know that sounds weird because they make cars. Yeah, no, it's it'd be like it'd be like if Apple made furniture. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> like it's like if Apple put out a yeah. credit card. Yeah, you know. Well, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm just whatever. I'm just <laughs> um, but you know, for Tesla, it's it's uh, it's all about the technology, right? Yeah. It's about the ability to have some form of autonomy. It's about that electric. Ninety percent of this car is electrical engineering. The last ten percent is car. Really? Yeah. That's a lot of electric car. It is. It is so much electric. Car. I think more cars have been hybrid than what this car is. Yes. Yep. And you know, I I think there's still huge merit behind the idea of a hybrid car. Okay. Um, if there was a high performing hybrid car that was affordable, I would totally be in that market too. But. Um, Hybrid cars tend to be very clunky because you have two different systems competing for car space, essentially. Yeah. And it becomes heavy. It becomes less agile. Um, okay. And sometimes it doesn't even make sense. For example, like uh, when I was looking to get my first Colorado car, yeah. something that was like spacious, had the performance, was able to handle winters and mountain kind of all that stuff, high clearance. Um, right. I was looking at the Toyota RAV4, the hybrid version. Yeah. The problem with that is it. Part of it is taste. Like Toyota, Toyotas tend to be a little uh, sterile, in my opinion. Sterile. Um, yeah. Okay. But it, it was also very clunky. It, it was a lot heavier. It was a lot harder to handle performance-wise. Yeah. Um, and it just it. Uh, Part of me got really confused about how it performed too, um, because it got like 32 miles to the gallon in the city. Okay. And it got 27 on the highway. It got less performance on the highway. I don't understand that at all. And I realized why it was is because it uses its electronic motors, its its e motors, to give you that initial acceleration when you're at stoplights and stop signs. Okay. And um, for most gasoline-operated cars, your city mileage is reduced because you're always accelerating, re-accelerating. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. Whereas electric cars perform very well, and hybrid cars perform very well in city settings because it it has that that rechargeable battery when you're coasting back to a stop. Yeah. It's recharging, and then when it's um, when it's back in its uh, when it's back in, in its um, uh, highway setting, it really struggles because the electric motor is really not meant for high performance stuff. Okay. It's really tailored for those short bursts, constant re uh, reaccelerating, deaccelerating types okay. of uh, driving. Okay. So, do you, so does so does a Tesla make sense in Colorado? Like what? Like, would you would you buy a Tesla? I would buy a Tesla. Okay. I would buy a Tesla as a day commuter. That's it. 
It's an expensive day commute car. It is a it is an expensive day commute car, but it's not versatile. So like if you wanted to go to the mountains or you wanted a day commute, yep. there should be a vehicle for you. Right. For for both of those, for things. Both of those things. So like yeah. driving one around in California where you've got like these winding roads, you don't have too much mountain climbing. Sure. Um, but if you do it's it's all like paved and it's not like off-roading. Right. Um or I don't know. You know, you name it. Like anything that that's not. I just feel like there's way too much tricky, mixed condition roads sure. in Colorado where you're just like, oh, now I'm on a dirt path, and yeah. uh, now I'm like really wondering if I should turn around because I have a Tesla <laughs> and I don't want to destroy this thing yeah. or ruin it or whatever. And so a lot of people get those hybrid cars. You know, Subarus are really good for that, where it's like you know they're a road car, but they can also handle. Um, slippery conditions with four-wheel drive sure. and all these other things. So those cars make more sense. Yeah. And it, I mean, it, I don't, I don't feel like we have a version of a Tesla that can make sense in Colorado. Yeah. You so, can, you can have. I mean, I've, I, I've, I've seen a Lamborghini pull out of the bowling alley, <laughs> but it pull out of the bowling alley behind my house. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things that have me being like, well, uh, people are just going to do what they're going to yeah. do, regardless. But, um. But as far as like me, I, you know, if I was going to get another car, I would, uh, I would probably consider something that can handle a lot of different terrain. Yeah. Well, expendable income, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to buy one, you can go buy one. So have it as your second car or third car. I, uh, I agree with you to a large extent. I mean, that, that is why my, my, my normal car is a, an SUV. <clears throat> for the utility part of the SUV yep. nomenclature. And the other portion of it is the fact that it it does have that ability. I mean, it has um, the symmetrical all-wheel drive. Yep. It has the high clearance and it. it has the, uh, the performance and the handling um, to be able to, you know, drive up mountain passes, right? That's more or less why I got the turbo version. Yeah. So that I don't feel like I'm dying on a mountain it's just kind of cruising and doing its thing. Right. Now, what I will what I will say is that that even though that car is great at handling in, in multiple conditions, it is so painful in the wallet in terms of general upkeep. It is it is massively really eating through a lot of my budget because it takes High octane fuel. It okay. takes it takes premium. Wow. All right. Um, because it has that turbo, it needs it needs fuel that burns cleaner, so you get the same performance. Yeah. Um, it will eventually need a lot more maintenance. Okay. Uh, because adding the turbo means things run hotter. It means the mechanical portions of it. There's more mechanical portions of it. Yeah. And the mechanical portions work harder. Okay. Um, and I mean just the wear and tear of you know boosting the turbo all the time and you know having fun and, and running it through the mountains and stuff yes having a second car as a day commuter would significantly reduce the operating costs wouldn't you get a like a scooter or a moped no no <laughs> I mean, living in Colorado Springs, you can you can get around most you places. Can get around, yeah, you scooter. can get around most places with a bicycle. I saw a guy going up 
Gold Camp Road in a scooter. A scooter? Not kidding you. Like a Vespa. Yeah, like a Vespa. And the look on his face was uh, both like terror. Pure joy. And pure joy. No, it was, it was both pure joy and it was pure terror. Like it was a mixture of the two. Uh, and uh, I remember seeing his face, and he was like, he was like smiling, but his teeth were like gritted. Yeah, yeah. Just like, oh like my god, the type two pain. I'm gonna die. The uh, type two pain. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, or the type two fun, I guess. Yeah. Um, no, I I agree with you. Um, you know, as someone who's kind of an adrenaline junkie myself, I I would I would definitely probably think about doing something like that or like getting a motorcycle or a crash rocket but don't get a motorcycle I, I am probably too risk adverse in that sense if you're risk adverse why would you get a motorcycle um because it's extremely efficient it is so terrifying it is it is dangerous, uh, dangerous. <laughs> yeah no it is, there are so many motorcycle accidents i don't trust people in a car in Colorado yeah, farther than I can throw a car. Okay, so if I'm in a motorcycle, something that does not have a cage uh, yeah. around me, like it's so dead, like I can't, I can't, I can't predict what those people are going to be doing. Oh, if yeah. I'm in a motorcycle, like you hear our, these motorcycles just getting bumped and bashed and, and hit because and no one's looking at where they're going yep. and, and, and all this stuff. And it's just, and it's like, as soon as you crash, boom, like your but, life, your life changes after that. Oh yeah. You're either dead or you're in about severe to. pain, <laughs> broken limbs, or you're going to have to do physical therapy for the rest of your life. Right. Exactly. Well, fun fact, um, most insurances, life insurances won't even like they'll give you either a reduced rate or they won't give you a full amount if you have a motorcycle's license um wow yeah so the uh i think the the operating cost of having two cars would be would be kind of the thing i think the thing that you're trying to hit at is why would you get a Tesla in Colorado if it doesn't have the versatility? Yeah, it doesn't have the ability to do it right. Um, now, I guess two things to that. One is there are electric car companies that are making all-terrain vehicles. Yeah, there's there's trucks that are like you know, really pushing the forefront of, of, of what it means to um, have an electric engine and be able to tow things. Yeah. And, uh, and I think Ford, outdoors I think Ford put out a, a truck recently that is surprising a lot of people. Yeah, they did. And yeah. um, there's a lot of car companies backing a, a kind of a startup-ish company called, I think it's Rivian or Rivian or okay. something like that. All right. But they're making, they're essentially the Tesla of what I would call like a Jeep or a Subaru or like a Land Rover kind of car. Interesting. And uh, the idea is high clearance, all-wheel drive, um, and uh, long-range performance. Did you say they're selling those here? They're not selling it here. They're still in their very startup phase. Oh, okay. Um, they, I think, have made one or two prototypes to kind of prove the concept. Right, right. Um, yeah. And they'll probably hit the market within the next five years. Interesting. Uh, depending on, you know, VC funding and how, how they're getting backed. But yeah. uh, I think Ford has a stake in it. I think Chevy has a stake in it. No way. Um, REI has a stake in it, I think. What? Um, a bunch of outdoor companies are backing it. It's, it's pretty, I would say it's pretty slick. Interesting. Uh, it's pretty cool. Interesting. Um, yeah. So, but the second thing again, uh, and this is what I want to hit on in, in Colorado is um, 
Colorado is actually surprisingly sedan friendly in terms of the fact that you can do a lot of outdoor stuff. You can. Just by owning a sedan. I, I agree that you can. I've just, uh, like, maybe it's my own personal experience, but I, I have experienced a little bit more um, of those roads where it's just like, okay, like, now now I'm on a dirt path. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I, I feel like my motor is about to fall out. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely understand that. I've got this rattle behind yeah. my Subaru's dash, yeah. and I'm pretty sure it's because I've driven it through, <laughs> like, a countryside on washboard roads for, like, 20 miles. Yeah, I've got a loose bumper on my car, and I feel like it's going <laughs> to fall straight off of my car. Um, yeah, so. No, and, and, I, and I would agree with that. Like, I would not take a Tesla. I've seen Model X. I have as well. On I have as well, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I would not say that it is a it is a preferred method. I mean, but, you know, if you have the money and if you have the warranty on the car, why not? Yeah. You, know, you might as well use the car for what it's worth. Yeah. Um, you know, my my Subaru is going to drive itself to the ground at some point. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I've driven my car to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> because because of the of the things that I've taken. But you know, I've got I've got an extended warranty on it. Yeah. I know its limitations sometimes. Yes. Um, Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, okay. Yeah, and, and the thing about. And the thing I want to really emphasize about electric cars is operating costs. Um, yeah, what, what I really want to emphasize is upkeep and operating costs of, of an electric vehicle. So there's less operating costs. There's less uh, the mechanical... Like a lot less? It's, I would say significantly less. It's not... It's not you know, like orders of magnitude, but it's like several thousand dollars a year. Okay. Um, <clears throat> less mechanical parts. Um, it doesn't operate at full bore. You know, it's not it's not running hot all the time. Right. Um, what makes it costly is there are components that if they do fail, if the electrical quality control of these components are not kept up. Yeah. They will fail and be more expensive at yeah. one time cost. No, it's gonna it's it's tricky to there there's some German cars where it's like if a piece breaks, you have to like take it to this German, you know, auto mechanic guy and it's like <laughs> it's 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 like the, the, the cost yeah, right, right, right. He's definitely German, yeah. It speaks no English. No. He no, but like some of these some of these cars are so difficult and so expensive to fix and to repair because they are exclusive because you know they have these like you know tricky and so like that's what I thought like an electric car would more or less be like with 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 this independent company is just like how do you how do you fix things on the, on this car right if if it's so exclusive like is it going to end up costing way more than you thought that it was even though the operating costs are going to be down yeah that, i mean that's definitely one thing to consider is if something does fail on an electric car and especially something like a tesla where the components are very proprietary they're very they're one source they only come from tesla yeah and it's very difficult to get them repaired you essentially have to send your car to a tesla depot while you wait for it to get fixed um you know that that can become a, a huge 
cost. Right. Um, right. Especially if your car isn't under warranty, which is why it's so important to, to have a good warranty on your car. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but at the same time, it's like, um, you know, you definitely need to uh, consider the fact that uh, electricity is dirt cheap. Yeah. It is dirt cheap. Yeah. To charge and operate this car on a day to day basis. I mean, I mean that's that's such a big draw. It's, to, to to not have to you know pay for gas all right, the time. Exactly. And, you know, you put you put like a couple hundred dollars you know a month in yeah. your in your in your pocket just just on gas alone. Yeah. And then you multiply that out over the course of the year. Yeah. And you know, you don't have to I mean, I think it because the car is fully electric and it and it's smart. You have diagnostics at your fingertip. You don't need to go into a shop, have a grease guy look at it, poke all the knobs, spin all the wheels, turn all the gears. Um, this car doesn't need oil. It doesn't need engine oil. <laughs> oil changes. It doesn't need oil changes. Uh, I mean, I need to change the oil in my car. <laughs> I just remembered that. I mean, yeah. the, the only fluid that you probably need to change or re, like recoup is the windshield wiper fluid. That's it. Man, I didn't even think about all those things that like this car yeah, is you, not going to. You need. don't think about those things, and and that's why when you when you no actually, no no, but like but like I didn't think that those were like I didn't think that those were things that this car didn't need, and now now that I'm like working through all the yeah. all the little things that this those car no nope, because it's a, like because it's like not like you said like it's a ninety percent electric car or whatever it's like nope doesn't need that nope doesn't need that nope doesn't need that no nope, and you just go down the list yep and it's like. Like, yeah, you can kind of start to realize that this is a giant light bulb with, <laughs> with wheels. It's, it's just and, and it's you an don't, iPhone with and wheels. You don't, yeah, and you don't need that's a better analogy. Yeah. A light bulb. But uh but that's but that's where it's just like, yeah, the operating costs are gonna be super low now that Drive you think about it. On East Highway What's this voice? Because this is actually not too bad. This is uh this is uh <laughs> Anne? Anne is her name? call her Anne. Oh, okay. I don't actually know what her name Anne. is. Anne. I don't know if she has a name. Hi, Anne. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a nice, uh, it's it's one of those, like, um, more more clear, yeah, well, it's one of those more clear, I know Alexa got a lot more, and Siri got a lot more kind of uh, human sounding. Human sounding? Yeah. yeah. Less... Robotic, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know it, it does it, make it less unnerving. Yeah. You know, <laughs> in one way it's 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 kind of nice, and in the other way it's like that's not an actual person talking to me. Yeah. So uh, there's that. But yeah. So anyway, like, so yeah. So uh, as I was saying, if you go onto the Tesla website, yeah, um, and you try to put together a Tesla package to purchase, yeah, it gives you all of that information like these are the operating costs okay. these are um, like in terms of savings like these are the savings you would have from operating costs yeah um, they do it in a in a kind of a uh, switch uh, bait and switch way where it's well, like oh actually this car is only gonna cost you this much yeah but if you actually if you like try to check out the car like, yeah. to purchase it yeah it gives you the final cost, yeah. which is about like six thousand dollars more, and you're like, uh, yeah. "Was not expecting that." <laughs> well, it's it's just interesting to me the 
that with these, with like putting a package on, and I know I've had a few friends who have like pre-ordered Tesla threes and you know, it's just this really interesting uh, concept where it's just like the when it t when it tells you all the things that it doesn't need and it tells you like the money that you'll be saving on, right. on all this stuff and it gives you like the diagnostic download of, of what this car means yeah you essentially have this digital salesman yep like you don't need a salesman you don't anymore, need a salesman anymore. <laughs> the the salesman is the website where it's like this is why you want a Tesla yep. this is what you'll be saving this is the benefit these are the benefits right and and it, it yeah like the the website almost becomes this uh, this digital form of a of a car salesman, yeah. Which, in my opinion, <laughs> I am completely fine with. Yeah. I do not like. You don't like the process <laughs> of getting a car. Um, I think it's maybe why I've been putting it off for so long. But um, I mean, I'm I'm a hundred percent at the stage where um, my my new my next car is the it, it has to be good. Um, I don't mean new, brand new. But the car is kind of the problem that is that is chain reacting all these other things from happening. Yeah. So yeah. It's, but that's a, that's a whole other tangent. <laughs> but it's got me thinking about right. you know just like how sad I am that I can't have enough money for something like this. Well, <laughs> I know it makes but, sense. But like I said before, like if I had a disposable income, I would for sure get like a second car and and buy one of these. These things are right. fantastic, and like you said, cost such little money to to maintain. Right. But with the money I have. And you know that I'm in the money that I'm bringing in. I need something that is an all-in-one kind of versatile experience where it's like I have to make sure that I can get around in all situations. Right. Exactly. I have. I have. I have to be sure of that. I, and I would not recommend this car if you need essentially a single car to do all the things that you need. Yes. It, this is not the car for that, especially in Colorado. Maybe in Chicago. Yeah. Or maybe in Denver. Yeah. Or, you know, if you if you were someone who needed a car solely for day-to-day -day things. And and that I would say that was part that would be part of the argument for why I would want um, something like a three just for day-to-day -day commuting. Yeah. Because 90% of my driving is day commuting. It yeah. is literally going from where I live to work, to church, to friends' place. Yeah, and that's and that's why and I that, thought yeah. like um, um, a moped would be kind of nice around Colorado Springs. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, All right, we should probably wrap this up. Yeah, we're gonna um, wrap it up. What's the uh, what's the consensus? Are you gonna buy one this year? Uh, no, <laughs> not this year. Just bought a home. Just bought yeah, a home. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll see. Maybe maybe in two years or three years, if I can if I can save up that much. Okay. Um, the base the base 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 car is about uh, thirty two thirty five, I think. And what's and what's range. the most expensive? The one. most expensive three. Most expensive three. Well, well, no, 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 no. What's the most expensive Tesla? Uh, the most expensive Tesla would be, I think, I think it's either S. a souped-up X or a souped-up S. I'm, I'm not if entirely I, sure right now. I could be wrong, but if I remember Jeremy Clarkson's review, yeah, a souped-up X with all the features, all the bells and whistles, and the celebration mode is a bell and whistle. Like you, yeah. you have to. It's kind of a weird bell and whistle where it's okay. like, I want that on my car. It's a kind of a, <laughs> a stupid thing you really don't need. Sure. But with all the bells and whistles on a souped-up X, I think it came out to 170. 170? 
Okay, yeah. yeah, I think the S is close to that. So a souped up S with like custom paint job, like nice rims, um, the ludicrous mode, the full autonomy, all of that, I think it comes out to about 150 or 160. Like these are not cheap. These are not cheap. No, that is essentially a down that, payment. That is, that is, a, that is a, absolutely a luxury car. Yeah. Mer, you know, high high level Merc, high level Jag, high level you know Ferrari. You yep. know, just like or me, medium to low level Ferrari. <laughs> um, you know, just like these these are these are not accessible cars. They're not, and that's what the three really is supposed to hit on. It is yeah. supposed to be an accessible car. It is supposed to be something that you can just use as a day to day vehicle. Yeah. And <clears throat> to be fair, if you are willing to release relinquish a lot of convenience, if you're willing to relinquish a lot of um, essentially a lot of the cool things about owning a Tesla. If you're willing to relinquish your money. If you're willing to relinquish your <laughs> money. Um, you know, but if, if you're willing to relinquish a lot of the features and the convenience of owning a Tesla, for example, if you don't want an in-house charger, yeah. supercharger, if you don't want um, the full autonomy, if you just want an electric car for the sake of owning an electric car, and I guess a Tesla, you can get the most base version for about $35,000. Right. And that that's not that's not the extended range one. Right. That and that's, won't get you that's that, the price of an average car. Yeah. That's the price of an average new entry level car. Yeah. Yeah. Like base trim. Yeah. Yeah. Which again, it's it's very difficult for Tesla to produce that. Yeah, I imagine. And it's very, I imagine they make money up uh, in other areas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah. Um, and if if I were to get one, I would probably get the long range version just cuz I do work sometimes up in different port parts of Colorado. Yeah. Um, oh jeez. <laughs> so the long the long range whoa. Yeah, it's telling me that the jerk behind us is going fast so so the long-range version basically gets you how much I think it adds about a hundred extra miles wow to it. so like 300 something like that uh, yeah it's about or four three to three fifty to four don't okay. quote me on these things no I don't, I don't have any <laughs> I'm, not a I'm just driving yeah, yeah I don't actually remember any of the numbers yeah <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that that's essentially what it comes out to. Yeah. Um, okay. I think it's three hundred. Okay. I think it's three hundred on pretty average driving. Mm. Well, I learned a bit about autonomous driving again. I yeah. guess. There's always <laughs> more. More I'd say about Tesla. But <laughs> There's always things to learn. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to test out. Uh, 15 seconds of the autopilot at least. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll do it on our way back. I'd, I'd like to do it around a bend where like, it, like one of these types of bends where it's like we put in autopilot mode and then it, it, it kind of curves around. Right, yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know what you're thinking. You're like, uh, I'm the so one the, who rented the, this. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. autopilot <laughs> mode really is for highway driving. Oh, okay, got um, it. I think Tesla's releasing their in, in, in city and, and town navigation autonomous driving sometime okay. this, this year or next year okay um but that's really what that's for okay well so, we don't have to do it no we're not gonna do it it's gonna hopefully there's not too much traffic on i-25 and we can test it out but also if this gets released uh on in on online then we survived the trip so yep hopefully yep. Yep. hopefully yep. <laughs> all right well uh thanks for talking about 
Tesla's siege. Yeah, thanks for joining me on our birthday adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to sit here. For yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's literally all. Yeah. Sit here and read some books. Yep. <laughs> all right. That's well, deal. We'll see you later. Bye.